0: Hello and welcome back to Afterglow and you're listening to episode number 27. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking about Mega Man X. Uh, Mega Man is easily one of my favorite franchises out there. Um, X was the beginning of like, An expansion of the franchise, in my opinion. Where um, you had the Mega Man timeline, then you had the Mega Man X timeline, and it gets more convoluted from there. You'll eventually get the uh, Mega Man Zero timeline, the ZX timeline. There's a few others mixed in there. But X, story-wise, is easily one of my favorites. It's just a fantastic game and it took Mega Man to the next level as far as graphics, as far as gameplay, uh, as far as introducing new mechanics. It's just a fantastic game. Easily one of my favorites. But uh, after the music cut we'll be talking about Mega Man X. So my memories of Mega Man X actually start, I believe I was maybe a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Um, I already knew that I loved the uh, Mega Man franchise. I believe at this point I had uh, two and three on the NES. And uh, I was talking to a friend and they had a copy of Mega Man X that uh, I had uh, swapped the game for to try and I was easily blown away by this game. Um I love the fact that there is an intro stage behind it uh I thought it was kind of unique that uh the first boss that you get to vile, you have to lose to him in order to proceed, but you have to lose in a certain way um The first time I fought vile, he actually um killed me, I lost a life, which normally doesn't happen. Uh, Let me explain the boss fight, though. Whenever you get to a certain level of life, he starts firing a different projectile at you that will stun you, but you still take contact damage on them. So if he starts firing these and you somehow dodge a few, but you get to contact him, you'll take damage and you can actually lose a life this way. So, funny story there. Uh, First time I fought Vile, I actually did lose a life. But uh, going on about the game, uh, I was blown away. Like, the soundtrack was amazing. And that's uh, no small feat, because uh, Capcom's known for their great music. At least in my opinion. 8-bit, 16-bit, Capcom has some of the best music for those consoles out there. And uh, I think the music for Mega Man X is a step above even their lofty standards to begin with. But uh, going back to my experiences with Mega Man X as a kid, I lucked out. I chose Chill Penguin as the first boss to take on, and the game kind of wants you to take on Chill Penguin first, even though it doesn't really tell you. Because in Mega Man X, you can upgrade Mega Man, not just through beating bosses and getting their power ability, but by finding these capsules that are hidden throughout levels. Well, most of them are hidden. The one in Chill Penguin's stage is out there in plain sight. You can't miss it, and there's actually no way of going on without collecting the capsule. And this is really a cool feature, at least in my opinion, because uh, the uh, (coughs) upgrades change your sprite a little bit. And uh, it made me want to go back and look for those other upgrades, because I really liked the new look that those uh, upgrades gave my character. And on top of that, this game has changes from the regular Mega Man games. Like in the regular Mega Man games, uh, the energy tanks that you use to refill your health were just disposable. You use it, you lose it. Whereas in this game, there's only four energy tanks, but they're refillable. If you got full life, some of the energy you pick up goes into one of those E-tanks. Weapon energy, if you're using like your regular buster... And you come across some weapon energy, and you pick it up in the original Mega Man games, you just don't get it. In this one, that energy is allocated to your weapon that has the least amount of energy, which is a really, really nice touch, in my opinion. There's also the heart tanks you can find to expand your uh, life meter. So, like, I was so addicted to this, I scoured each level looking for all the upgrades. And I just tore through this game trying to... Uh, more or less max out my Mega Man. So after that, uh you go through your regular eight bosses and you go through Sigma's Fortress. Now remember, uh these are some wild bosses. Like there's a spider boss, and I really struggled with this spider boss because he uh has these rods that come down. And he follows the rods, there is a pattern. But uh, after he lands, there's a brief moment that you can do damage to him before he goes up and then does the attack again. It can be really, really tricky. Uh, There's also one boss I thought was cool. The boss is like the room itself. It has walls that will enclose on you with spikes that will come up. And uh, you have to try to damage the parts of the room while uh, staying on the wall. Because if you hit the spikes, of course, you die. And uh, then the final Sigma fight, uh, it was brutal back then. Uh, I did not know of the trick of refilling all your life and energy by using the little uh, enemies that come out of the wall on the way up to that final boss. So you get to the final boss, and first you fight his uh, dog, which I thought was a cool touch, uh, because uh, Mega Man had Rush... And the Sigma has this other robot dog that he's got that attacks you. Uh, You manage to kill it pretty quickly once you figure out its pattern. Then Sigma himself attacks you. He's got a pattern too, but it's a lot trickier to figure out. But you can eventually figure out. Although I will say that I think that the Sigma's lightsaber thing is a straight ripoff. Although, you know, Zero has his Z-saber too. Uh, This is a Star Wars ripoff in my opinion. It's a lightsaber. But then uh, you beat Sigma and his head goes into this giant wolf-like thing and uh, it's got these arms that uh, you have to get on to be able to hit the head, but they're constantly shooting these uh, electrical attacks at you. It's a heck of a final boss, but it's incredible fun. And then the game kind of ends in the cliffhanger, because it's got uh, X standing out over a cliffside, and he's kind of contemplating his future, which uh, it was kind of a darker ending for a Mega Man game. But if I was not a Mega Man fan before, and I was, but Mega Man X just solidified my love for the franchise and the series, just an absolute blast from front to back. But um, I eventually got my own copy, Um, It took a while, uh, but I found one at a used game store, fairly cheap, Uh, definitely picked it up whenever I thought, oh, that's Mega Man X, totally picking that up, and uh, of course ran through the game again and loved it. Uh, Later on, the game was kind of like remade, uh, called Maverick Hunter X for the PSP, and that's another one I had to buy immediately. And um, I'm kind of of two minds in Maverick Hunter X. I like the upgraded graphics... I like the fact that they kind of mixed up where some of the upgrades were to where if you knew the game. It was still a little different. There was new stuff to discover. And then it added Vile Mode, where you could play as Vile and be the bad guy going through the game. And he has a completely different gameplay mechanic, where you have to allocate points to equip certain weapons. And that mode was a blast. I loved Vile Mode. Uh, but there are a couple of negatives. Uh, for one, the music. Uh, the music on the Super Nintendo version had almost like a rock and roll and heavy metal feel to it, <laughs> whereas uh, they changed it with a bunch of like, synth stuff on the uh, PSP version. It's still good music, but it's not as good as the Super Nintendo version, in my opinion, as far as music. Uh, gameplay, again, it, it's better. It expanded the game. Um, Graphic-wise, it, it's... take it or leave it. I mean, they changed it to polygonal 3D graphics, even though the game was on t- a 2D plane. Uh, to to me, I, I do like it, but at the same time, the sprite work of the original game looked beautiful. And... Uh, it's a different game in my opinion it's still really really good and it's enjoyable but it's also um it's not the super nintendo game so i have to recommend play both believe it or not like if you like mega man play the super nintendo version for sure but also play that uh, psp version because it's honestly a lot of fun it's different and that's the one thing that I can't reiterate it enough. Is it Mega Man X still? Yeah. But it's a different version of it. Also, the anime thing that they put in it, I believe it's like about half an hour called Deus Sigma. It gives all the events leading up to the first game. It is a blast to watch. Even though, canonically, there's some weird changes. Like uh, one of the people getting killed off in the uh, anime... That's actually, that character makes an appearance in Mega Man 2. So I don't know whether they were planning on making Maverick Hunter X2 or not and not having that character, but uh, that was kind of different. But uh, just, again, an amazing game. Like, if you haven't played Mega Man X for some reason, go out and play it. Like, to me, it competes with uh, some of the best platformers out there, it completes with Mario World and Mario 3 an absolute top class game. So I'm going to close this episode out with that. Enjoy the outro music and hopefully I'll see you again on the next episode of Afterglow.